Welcome back to the MKIS podcast brought to you by the Bonjour Agency. This is the podcast where we speak to people in the independent school sector. MKIS is the Association for Admissions, Marketing and Communications in Independent Schools. I'm Simon Jones and in this episode I'm at the annual conference at the De Vere Cotswold Water Park in Sirencester and I'm going to speak to a number of people here including having a deeper discussion with Julie Ridge, Director of External Relations at Bedford Modern School and Claire Sender, Head of Marketing and Communications at Minerva's Virtual Academy. They're an online school. But first, we're going to get some coffee and see who's here. So come with me as I take you around the event at this year's AMKIS Annual Conference. Now here's Beth from Windermere. Beth, you're studying your, your phony, seeing what session to go to next. Oh, I'm emailing, Simon. You never get a, never get a chance to stop, do you? <laughs> OK, well, I guess emails carry on coming in. So five minutes till the next session. Do you know which one you're going to? I think the one that's on boarding. Differentiate or die. How to stop your school becoming a boarding sector dinosaur. So that's Robin Fletcher. He's chief exec BSA. I, I don't know Robin, but I often see him popping up on LinkedIn and stuff like that. Absolutely. He has a fabulous reputation. I'm very interested to hear what he has to say. I think making sure that that boarding offering is everything it needs to be when you're working so hard to get those students in matters hugely. Yeah. Well, there's, there's Tori booming over the microphone saying the next session's about to start, so I think we should probably move on to that. Hello, David. How are you doing? With David now at Sedva. Hello. How's, How's it going for you so far? Great. It's fantastic. Um, actually going to be doing the welcome speech in about five minutes. Fantastic. You should already be in the room. <laughs> you probably should be. Does that mean you can jump the queue and I can come with you? Yes, definitely. Okay, definitely. let's do that. Thank you, Simon. <laughs> so good morning, everyone. As chair of AMCIS and starting my fifth year on the board, it is wonderful to be back at this fantastic venue. So I might grab a comment from you actually on these cookies. Because these cookies here, these cookies here look fantastic. Are you enjoying these cookies? Absolutely delicious, yes. Uh, <laughs> so what what flavour is this one? Uh, I would say white choc. White chocolate? Yes. White chocolate sounds... Oh, hang on, it is written down here. This says white chocolate oh, chip cookies. Are, you yeah, you, you're yes. exactly right. Yes, identified. Uh, which school are you from? Uh, I'm from the Prep Schools Trust, which is a group of, uh, group of prep schools. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, how, how many prep schools are in the, in the trust? Five. Oh, OK. And where in London are they? Uh, they're um, they're all over actually. Surrey, a couple in Oxford, uh, one in Northumberland. Oh, um, oh, I thought you said London. Uh, so Northumberland is definitely not London. Um, I got that bit wrong. Uh, and so five schools. Five schools. And you're in charge of the marketing for all of them. Uh, yes, yeah, sort of. Yeah, and for the trust. Yeah. Um, How do you go about doing that when 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 they're five separate schools? I mean, do, I mean, do, do they do they consider themselves to be sister schools, or are they sort of? just independent and just part of the trust? Well, they're all, like, yeah, they're all got their own unique identity. And then the trust is sort of, uh, I suppose, a, an umbrella, like a kite mark more than a, but they would retain their own identity and they would have their own marketing person and admissions and very much oh, okay. market to their area. Yeah. So which session have you just come from then? I've just come from the one on um, digital, paid digital. Oh, that's Steve King from... That's it. Yeah, yeah. from Taunton, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah King's yeah. School. Yeah, very good. Yeah, good. And, and what was your biggest takeout from that? It's not, it's not a test or an exam. Oh, oh I won't quiz you on what he said. Probably the being able to sort of upload and, and personalise, I suppose, add your own data to it. 
um, and the repeat marketing and people have seen you already on Google or your website that you can re reuse them and target them again. Yeah. So Steve King was on a previous podcast episode for Amkiss. Uh, I, I've, I've spoken to him online. I've never actually met him. Looking around here in the, in the in the coffee breakout room with the exhibitors, do you see him anywhere? Uh, no, <laughs> I do not. No. No, I don't. You'll have to put out a put out a call for him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to try and find him. He'll probably be listening to this later on. When you've got your coffee. Yeah, coffee first, and then find Steve King. That was Joe Fitzroy Ezzy. I see Jane and Taz from St Michael's Prep. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, thank you very much. How are you? Good, I'm very good, very good indeed. I'm, I'm just here chatting to different people and finding out what people are trying to get from the event. So did you travel up today or yesterday? Yesterday, yesterday. Oh, how was dinner last night then? We did, well, we didn't have any because we were so late. Uh, okay, late, late. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that, that's fine, that's fine. Uh, and what are you hoping to get from the sessions here today then? Um, just to take new sort of ideas and initiatives back to St Michael's with us, really. And to get some coffee as well. Yeah, last time I spilt it all over the table, so I'm going to aim at doing a better job this time. <laughs> Don't do that, Jane. Don't do that. Um, Taz, you've been to this before, have you? Yes, I came along last year. What's it like for you coming here and being out of the office and being here? Um, it's nice to sort of get out and get fresh ideas and network with different people and see what other people are doing as well. Good. OK, well, I'll leave you to it. I'll catch up with you later. Thank you. So, standing in the queue... I see Robin Fletcher talking to David. Robin, before your talk, I was talking to someone who said that they were very excited to come to your talk. But so they're now... Not, they're not now. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is, did it go well? Well, I, I think so, but I wasn't having to, to sit in it. I, I, I tried to get some messages about that I think the independent schools and boarding school sector is too samey in its marketing. Okay. Uh, and there's, there's very, very, little, very few ways for parents to really distinguish school A from school B because there's a sort of safety numbers where everyone using the same colours, same marketing techniques, same whatever. And so I said some quite edgy, rude things about that. And um, I'm going to grab some quick lunch and, and flee and get in a taxi before people sue me. What I found is that the predominant colours of the sector are, are blue and gold. And if you, if you Google the logos of most independent schools, it won't, it won't take you more than a few seconds to find another one with blue and gold plus a Latin motto, plus a shield. <laughs> now, all I know is Apple don't use blue, gold, a Latin motto, or a shield. And they're doing all right. Infinitely more successful than any of our schools. Okay. Now, we're clearly not Apple, but if we could adopt some of the branding techniques of Apple, we'd probably be slightly more successful than we are now. Good point. Well presented, Robin. Uh, I will leave you to enjoy some lunch. Thank you very much indeed. Cheers. Thanks again, Robin. Good to see you soon. Uh, Christy Jones uh, from St Mary's Khan. Uh, we've got meat options and fish options. There's a vegetarian option here as well. Uh, are, you, are you vegetarian? I'm vegetarian. Oh, you so, are? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so I'll know exactly what to look for. Okay, so so uh, so I've already sampled this. I had some of the uh, green beans and the cauliflower as well. Very nice. Pretty good. Yes. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, and the puddings are very good here as well. Uh, anyway, the last session you just came from, what was that all about? It was really looking at the different platforms across your digital marketing uh, sphere. And I really enjoyed it, actually. I thought the presenters were really upbeat and honest, and that's what we're looking for, uh, particularly when you're, you need to learn so much constantly and to have those people on hand that you can really bounce some ideas or also mm. redirect you in the right way. That was really fun. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the presenters' names? It was Kerwin and Patsy. And... Um, can't recall from 13 media 15 media yeah okay, okay right I, I don't know who they are but i'm sure they're here somewhere yeah uh they uh will appreciate those kind words i'm sure thank you
Uh, but let's, uh, let's get some lunch then. Yeah. <laughs> Stepping outside now, the sunshine is out and it's a beautiful day and everyone's sat here eating their lunch and enjoying some time together. So I see Jesse here from Oswestry School. This isn't being live streamed at all. It's just a little podcast recording for Amkiss. Uh, Jesse, are you enjoying lunch? Stood out here in the beautiful sunshine and a gorgeous view out over the water here as well. It's warm. Are you going to go for a swim? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lovely and the lunch is delicious as well. Uh, Oswa Street, you've got Sarah Hicklin we with have. you, uh, but is she here at the conference? She is, yep. She's just, I've just seen her eating her lunch in there. She's, oh. We came down in the car together. Oh, very good, very good. And Peter Middleton That's is right. your head. He's our that? head, yeah. He started a year ago in January. Good. I, I know Peter. I spent a bit of time with him in Kenya when he went out last uh -huh. year. Uh, yeah. Uh, and you he didn't was, run with him, did you? I didn't. I was about to mention running and <laughs> because he did go out running a couple of times. In, yeah. in, and, and I think he, yeah, interesting situation where he went out running and then realised he probably shouldn't be running in certain parts. Past animals. Something like that, yeah. yeah I, I, was. I haven't got the full story, but I'm pretty sure it was a slightly dicey. Yeah. It made him run a little bit faster, I suppose. Well, yeah. Actually, if you've got something chasing you, then, then, then it would do. <laughs> anyway, Jesse, I'll leave you to carry on That's enjoying nice your lunch. Nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> Just spotted Fane Henderson enjoying his lunch as well. Hello, Fane. How are you? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are your meatballs and mushrooms going today? Oh, they're really good, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they've really stepped up from last year's catering. It's really, yeah, really good this time. That's because this year is very good or last year was not good at all? <laughs> I mean, this year this year's better, yeah. OK, that's good to hear. Uh, so this afternoon, we've got a number of talks going on. Do you know any of the ones you're booked in to go to yet? No, I've, I'm still having a look at the programme. Um, but yeah, lots of good speakers, so lots to choose from. Uh, and you're here with Sophie as well. So Sophie, you're at Bedford Modern, which is where Fane used to work. Is that right? Yep, we used to work together. You've got Julie here with you as well, haven't you? Yes, I, uh, I accidentally lost her in the mad lunch queue, <laughs> but I'm sure I'll see her again soon. Well, I'm going to be speaking to Julie uh, shortly anyway and having uh, a bit, bit of time with her and Claire from Minerva as well. So I'm going to speak to them both at the same time. But I'll leave you both to carry on enjoying your lunch. Thank you very much. See you later. <laughs> it really is lovely out here. And that view is spectacular, but I'm going to head back inside and I'll see who else is going to be in here. So I've got Ian Reid and JLS here. Uh, Ian, looks like you're eyeing up meatballs and potatoes. I am, I am stocking up, ready for the afternoon, which looks like it's going to be quite an intense one. It's, this is a smart move, actually, because what, you, what you're doing is stocking up here on some, some very nutritious food, which is hopefully going to, for you, reduce the temptation to dive into too many puddings or cookies or anything like that. The theory is sound. We'll see whether that actually bears fruit or not. Uh, and we got, well, Jay Aletta or Jordan Lee Squibb from St Dunstan's. What are you looking forward to here at lunch? The pudding. Got him out looking forward to the pudding. It, it's, it's a fair statement. They do look good. Which sessions are you going to this afternoon? Then? I haven't looked actually, but I went to the political threats one this morning and the digital one. So they're interesting. OK, political. So, so what did you learn from... Because actually, if I look at that, I think to myself, oh, that doesn't sound very interesting. But, you know, what, what did you pick up from it? I think there's a lot of concern within the sector. Um, and I think over the next 12 months, it probably... I think the sector needs to really think about how to deal with that concern. I'm not quite sure we're there yet. Much opportunity to carry on thinking about it, at least yeah. then. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we're now in the Heron Room and we've just done a breakout session and I'm speaking here to Julie Ridge, who is the Director of External Relations at Bedford Modern School. And I've also got Claire Sender with me, Head of Marketing and Communications at Minerva's Virtual Academy. That's an online school. Julie, first of all, hello, how are you? Very well, thank you. <laughs> We're having a slight chuckle to ourselves here uh, because uh, I forgot to turn the microphone on just now. Um, but Claire, hello, how are you? Hi, I'm well, thank you. Good. Thank you both for being here and talking to me today. <laughs> Stop laughing, Julie. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm dying to find out from both of you actually a little bit more about your roles, but then also what your connection is with AMCIS and what it's like dealing with AMCIS as members here or serving on the board. But Julie, first of all, as Director of External Relations, what, what does that actually mean? What do you get up to day to day? So I am responsible for a wide portfolio at Bedford Modern School, which involves uh, marketing, um, admissions, communications, alumni development, um, etc. And, and I kind of like to call it being in charge of the BMS circle of life. I like that. That's good. That's good. And Claire, tell us about being an online school. What, what's that all about? I mean, because I mean, you're the only online school as a member of AMKIS, but what actually is an online school? Okay, so we're like a traditional school, but we just don't have any physical buildings. So the um, students that learn with us, they're learning from the comfort of their own home, but they attend school and do lessons the same as they would um, normally. They do assemblies, they do clubs. Uh, they actually can come on school trips, so we do have in-person school trips as well. So you have to view it as being like a traditional school, but just without any buildings. And do you find that when some people, I'm thinking, you know, friends and family, if you're at a dinner party and you mention that you work for an online school and that you don't have any buildings, do you find that some people just struggle to get their head around that? Yeah, lots of people ask me, well, where do you actually work? And so I would say, well, I'm lucky. I work from the comfort of my own home. I am personally in Kent. Um, my, my headmaster, he's in High Wycombe. Um, and the staff are based all over the UK. So for them, it gives them flexibility. So they, um, the majority of our staff have taught in traditional schools before. So with us, they can have a little bit more flexibility. But it's great because it um, gives you a different way of working. And obviously, there's, there's lots of personal time as well um, because I have no commute I have more time in my day to do more things like put the washing on during the day is certainly what I do when I'm working from home at least oh I never do that Simon <laughs> <laughs> and and I guess that for some children an online school is absolutely right but for the masses you'd, you'd probably rather that they stay in a bricks and mortar school is that right Yes, yeah, the best model for the majority of people, but for some uh, students, it just doesn't work. And a lot of families come to us, they find that their kids maybe did really well in COVID learning, in lockdown learning. So they then um, are looking for a model where they can replicate that. And so for um, some students who have had difficulties in bricks, bricks and mortar school, ours is a, is a great um, possibility for them because they're learning from the comfort and safety of their own home. Also, um, we have quite a lot of sports students, so kids that need to have flexibility in their education. They do their sport alongside their education. It gives them more flexibility for their training. Um, we've just also had the Greek entrant for Eurovision was one of our students, so it gave him the ability to do his music alongside school. And also kids with special educational needs, it gives them an alternative too. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to see where in the future that's going to go, especially with the metaverse and things like that. But in the meantime, keen to know more about your connection with AMKIS and what, your, what, what you get from being an AMKIS member. But before we come on to that, Julie, just to come back to you for a moment, uh, you've been on the AMKIS board then for a number of years. Tell us about some of the changes you've seen over that time. 
So I've had the privilege to serve on the AMCIS board now for six years. Uh, that's the longest period that you're allowed to serve. Um, and through that time, it's, uh, the organisation has seen phenomenal growth. Um, and it's been amazing to be part of that. We now have more member schools than we've ever had before. When I first joined, it was called AMDIS, not AMKIS, and the D was for development. And communications is, is very much my trade, so I was absolutely delighted to be part of that whole negotiation um, resulting in the change of name and to embrace communications, which I think is so important. So that, of course, included a whole rebranding exercise, which was incredible. Then, of course, COVID hit and we had to adapt online and Tori and the team did an amazing job. Bubble meetings continued, networking con continued, the, the networking events still continue even online and so do the training sessions. Um, and there is so much more to do with AMCIS and the member schools adding value every single step of the way. And prior to AMDIS, am I right in saying it used to be called ADIS? I think it was, yes, but that really is going back before my time. But yes, yeah, it's been through several permutations to get to the absolute strength of the organisation that you see today. And I guess then when it comes to, you know, rebranding, you know, with, with, with a new name, then there's a wealth of marketing expertise on the whole board because everyone is a marketing director, marketing manager or marketing something in a school. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and the wealth of experience that is, is reflected in the board makeup is quite astonishing because it reflects marketing, communications, international marketing, prep schools, all the way up to senior schools and, and everything in between. Um, and the, the, the camaraderie on the board is quite astonishing, too, because everyone is there because they absolutely believe passionately in the product. And it's, it's, just, a, it's just a joy to see how AMKIS has gone from strength to strength over the last six years and I'll be very sad to leave the board. I'm sure they'll be sad to see you go as well um, but of course it sounds then like AMCIS is for uh, UK schools and international schools. Yes yeah although I think more so UK based but, but certainly international boarding etc is, 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 is big business at the moment and as you saw today's programme reflects that even more there's more sessions I believe this year on international boarding than there has been in the past. What have been some of your favourite sessions you've been to uh, earlier today then? I really enjoyed Sophie Walker's uh, TikTok session, mainly because, and as I said to her beforehand, I think it might be my age, but I fear it. Um, but I'll, I'll get there in the end, you know. That's why, you know, all these young communications officers and managers that are, are coming bring with them such a wealth of, A, experience, but all, also enthusiasm and understanding of the world that is yet to come. Who was it that said one time that there's no growth inside the comfort zone? So an element of fear is, is surely a good thing from time to time, at least. Um, Claire, just to come back to you now, what do you find you get from being an AMCIS member? Well, I've actually been um, coming to these events since about 2006. I came from the university sector. I was head of um, student recruitment at Aberdeen, and I was really delighted to find such a professional body when I came in. So I've, in various different schools I've worked in, I've been um, part of this fantastic body. And I think for me, it's really the professionalism, as, as Julie said, the professionalism and also constantly learning new things. So today, my favourite sessions have been learning about AI, ChatGPT, the new one, Bard, which I hadn't heard of before today, um, Dali, you know, can, that can draw pictures for you. So all of that is absolutely fascinating. And I think as marketing and communications people, we need to keep up with the technology. Otherwise, um, we will be redundant. So it's very important for us to come to these such, such events as this. And tell me a little bit about the networking benefits of being at, an, at a conference like this. 
It's just amazing to be able to chat to people that you've known. Um, as I say, I've been in the industry a long time now, so I meet up with my friends from other schools, but also if you're having a problem in your own school, you often find that somebody else is having a similar problem. So it's really great to chat that through and maybe come up with solutions together and know that you're not, you know, on your own uh, having it, that problem. And also, you know, with myself working in an online school, I work from home, so I don't see colleagues every single day. So it's really nice for me to be able to actually network and meet face to face. It's, it's an important part of social interaction. Julie, you were nodding as, as Claire was explaining part of that answer, for sure. Tell me a little bit about speaking to other schools and, and the fear that some people might have about sharing too, or oversharing over with their competition. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I completely agree with Claire that it's, it's such an amazing opportunity to speak to people in other schools who may be experiencing difficulties, challenges, and could give you easy solutions. So that is fantastic. But there is always that element, isn't there, of mm, you're within about an hour's drive time of, of, of you know, of my school. I, I might, I might not give everything away, but you know, let's have a chat anyway. And uh, but ordinarily, people are more than happy to help each other because it is, it can be a very lonely place in a school when you're surrounded by teaching staff, all of whom are, you know, naturally involved in their own, you know, they're kings in their classrooms, kings and queens in their classrooms. We are a bit of an add-on for them until they realise that without us, they wouldn't have a classroom to teach in. <laughs> That's a very good point, very good point. And one I'm sure that everyone listening to this can understand and appreciate as well. Um, one last question before we leave Carolyn. He says, looking around at Carolyn. <laughs> We're just keeping an eye on time. Uh, one last question, uh, which is to do with, uh, certainly when I come to a, an event like this, it's very easy to overeat. <laughs> and to under-exercise, how do you manage to stay away from the croissant chocolates here? I don't, actually. But that is a big lake out there. And walking around it, I'm sure, will be burning up a few calories with a bit of luck. Uh, and you can actually walk around it, can you? Mm. Yeah, there's, okay. there's little walks that you can do, and that's, that's good. Just don't wear your high heels, Simon. <laughs> I'll try not to do that. OK, Julie and Claire, I should leave you both to it, and we should vacate this room to leave Carolyn to, to do her presentation. But thank you very much, both thank of you. you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Simon. Pleasure. So I've now got Tori with me. Tori, how do you find the conference is going so far? It's going absolutely brilliantly. It couldn't have been better. As usual, the networking is immense. We've had some amazing speakers, keynotes and breakout sessions, and it's all to come again tomorrow. You know, I hear a lot of people talking about the session on, uh, the one that Sophie did on TikTok. Uh, a lot of people talking about the AI one now. A lot of people love Karen's session this morning, the keynote speech. Uh, what, what's been your key moment of today? All of it. I'm going to have to say all of it. I couldn't pull out everything. There's such a wide variety to look to listen to. We've done things from the confidence index. Uh, there's there's uh, uh, sessions going on about the menopause, and Karen's the session today was a great starter. So, how stressed do you get personally in the in the in the lead up to an event like this? Because actually, there's more people here than I think you've ever had at a conference, is that right? This is the biggest conference we've ever staged. If you ask my team that, they might give a different answer to what I'm going to say, <laughs> which is totally relaxed. We all <laughs> comes together at the end, but it's a team effort, completely a team effort, and couldn't do it without my team. Mm -hmm. OK, I'd better leave you to get back. But, Tori, thank you very much. Thank you.
So that was Julie Ridge, Director of External Relations at Bedford Modern School, and Claire Sender, Head of Marketing and Communications at Minerva's Virtual Academy, and a number of other people at the AMCIS conference, learning, networking, speaking to suppliers, and drinking way too much coffee, if ever there was such a thing. So good to speak to so many people. Just a reminder, AMCIS is the Association for Admissions, Marketing, and Communications in Independent Schools. For more information on AMCIS, just visit amcis.co.uk. Now, our next episode is coming out soon, but in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.